0: Literally named New Haven, the, connect, the capital of pizza <laughs> in the whole world, bro.
1: <laughs> 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 no cap, no cap. Yo, what's good It's Don? Yo, and it's Josh. Melodic Mondays. You can catch us every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're tuning on Anchor, you know we appreciate you. All right, man. You guys are you guys are in for this one. We got a really, really talented, special guy in the building. We got Mr. Fred from Chicago. 708. Yes, sir. Hey, yes,
2: sir. How you guys doing, man? This is Fred Brandstrader, also known as Mirage. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate Melodic for having me. You know, shout out Josh and Don. Shout out everybody who's a part of this. So I appreciate you guys having me.
1: Awesome, man. Awesome. You know, I usually like to ask uh the the guests that we interview, you know, what's what's going on? What's the vibes for the year?
2: Man, it's been good so far. Um, you know, I'm I'm typically the type of person to try to not run by the numbers, I guess. Uh, you know, like I use the new year and the new numbers and stuff like that as a catalyst. But I typically feel like I catch myself just making sure that each day I'm doing something that is kind of helping me move forward, you know? So, you know, since the new year I've been doing a lot of a lot of connecting and networking with a lot of people and a lot of just developing myself, you know. I think that's an ever going process. But I've definitely noticed that in these past couple months there's been a lot of a lot of personal growth, a lot of challenging to myself, but a lot of growth from that, you know. So I would say that's where I'm at. And that's why I'm, I'm going to keep heading, to be honest, because I notice that's when things keep keep rolling.
1: That's really great to hear. What do you mean by personal growth? Elaborate on that. Yeah, I mean, I would
2: say in this context, I mean, in terms of my ability to really flesh out my ideas um, with various yeah, creative. creative expressions. So, you know, I do a little bit of music production. I play a little bit um with the bass and piano I do a little bit of graphic design and some drawing and stuff like that so it's kind of like all over the place and I feel like my growth in in this conversation has been like actually getting one step closer to being able to better paint what's in my head and express it to the world if that makes sense. not paint as in like literally paint but as in paint the picture figures yeah know yeah definitely about. um so yeah, yeah I feel like that's been I've been getting better at that if that makes sense
1: Dude Fred been testing the waters, bro. He's not playing. I love that. I love that, man. I love that. So who is Define Mirage? I know is that your alias? Mm-hmm. Is yes. That, is sir. that what you go yes, by? Sir. Okay. So talk to me about Define
2: Mirage. Okay. Explain that Most to me. Oh definitely. Um so I, it all started with I was thinking I was thinking like I didn't totally want to go with my name as my quote unquote stage name, um, as my alias, because I feel like in a beautiful way, there's more than just one version of me um, and like who I am and what makes me. I, I, Ultimately, I think that's the case with everybody, but I'm not going to impose my beliefs on other people. But for me, it's like I see it as there's a version of me that I know. There's a version of me that the world knows. And then there's a version of me that nobody knows yet. And to me like that's pretty, that's, a, that's fascinating. You know, like I, I really like the idea of that. So I was one day thinking just about that. And I just, I was thinking of words, like, you know, cause I like stage names that is it's one word. It's just kind of like, I know Define runs too. It's two words, but Mirage is really like what I would prefer people to call me. And I was just sitting there and I was like, Hmm, the word Mirage sounds cool. You know, like, yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. and like, <laughs> yeah. like That sounds kind of cool. And so then I Googled what it meant. And it said a naturally occurring optical phenomenon. And I was like, "Wow, Man, that's fire!" Are you kidding me? Because then, <laughs> you know, to me, how I looked at it, I was like, "I'm a human being, just like everybody else." And so, I'm not here to say that I am alone a naturally occurring optical phenomenon. I think everybody is. I think a human being, I think living things are, as the de- definition says, you know, it's naturally occurring and it's phenomenal that it's actually happening. So, I chose to kind of use that as a, a confidence booster, I guess you could say, of like who I am and what I am is phenomenal to use their word phenomenal and I occurred naturally I came organic and that's typically where I find my best self is when I'm acting as organic as possible. So I was like shit okay let me run with that for a little bit. You know it's always subject to change but it's like as of right now that that felt like a good way to describe how I feel
1: like I am expressing myself to the world. <laughs> it's it's always interesting to find the history behind an alias. It's so cool. Man. <laughs> it's that's that's a that's a fantastic alias. So how does that how does your alias correlate with your uh, your music? <laughs> ah, that's a good question. I would
2: say, I would say it's it's ties, or correlates in the sense that my music isn't necessarily always just music for someone to like rap over. You know, like you just put it out there, and you just for people to listen to and stuff like that. Like when I think of making music. I think of communication and I think of expression and I think of articulating an idea and all that stuff comes naturally to me. I think that, that well, that those things conceptually happen to everybody, but me personally, when I'm making music, like that's how I see it is like, it's just in my head. And that which just happens naturally, and then I figure out a way to express it to the world. And you know, you could just keep running with the definitions. And so, again, my ideas are naturally occurring and they're phenomenal. And my, you know, I'm gonna have confidence, I'm gonna say they're phenomenal and stuff. So, I would say that's probably how it would tie in all honesty is like my music. When I make music, I'm not making it, I'm making it to express a natural or an an organic thought, if
0: that makes sense, or an idea. No, yeah, that makes sense. So to correlate with the, the organicness that you have for yourself, what do you feel like is your role in the music industry? Hmm. Oh shit! In mean, the industry, um, I would say my role
2: as of right now is to make sure that I'm uplifting other artists and other creatives that I work with. In all honesty, because I don't personally have a goal to like make it onto the billboards, make it into stuff like that. That's not really like the route that I'm looking to chase but I come across just by the nature of doing this stuff is like, I, I come across a lot of artists and I know they are searching for that stuff. So for me, I make sure that when I'm critiquing people or I'm working with people and collaborating, I find it important to make sure that I'm as organic as possible. You know, I'll tell somebody I don't like, you know, not even so much. I don't like it because they did it and stuff like that. But it's like, I'll just tell them how I hear it, you know, cause that's ultimately what it comes down to is how is it, Heard in in other people's ears, whether or not you want to do that because they like it is up to you. But to me, to me, I'm here to make sure that other people are doing good, you know. Because I'm I'm gonna make care take care of myself, and I'm not really looking to get into the industry to be honest. So it's like I'm here to make sure that those who are going into the industry are you know getting better at what they do.
0: Ah, that's a that's a good role that you got. You know, (laughs) that guide. You know that that path that you're the the medium. The bridge.
2: Yeah, yeah, the bridge. No, that's exactly, <laughs> it.
0: exactly it. Yeah. Now nah, you apply um a lot of constructive criticism on site. So like when you're in the studio with an artist or whoever, what are the different hats that you be that you wear? Do you know what what I mean by hats?
2: Yeah, just like different roles that I play and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it depends, you know. Um well like I guess that kind of is implied by the question. But yeah, it depends. So there's some there's some people in there, like when you're working with people who really they have the idea already. So it's like and they know what they want to hear and they, you know, like they, they already got a, like a foundation. And so like I'll be you know, I'll just be running whatever they need me to, whether I'm playing the bass with people and they just need a baseline. Like, I'm not going to try to think of all the other noises and sounds that could go into the song. I'm going to just play the baseline now there's other times too where it's like i'm working with people who don't really spend too much time in studios so i'll have to take more like the leadership role in that context and you know be running the production and playing some of the music and helping them be like you know telling them just when things might when it might sound better to fall in here you know things like that um so i would say it varies between it very it varies between being like a Run it. I don't want to say running the show because that's not really what I mean. (laughs) I would say like, yeah, it's just either taking the lead seat of, you know, handling the stuff on the computer and it'll vary all the way from that to just being the guy playing the bass or playing the piano and stuff like that. You know,
0: gotcha. Yeah. Essential rules. Yeah,
2: exactly. I kind of bend and bend and bend and fit and adapt into wherever they need me in all honesty because I, I I know I'm not the best producer so if there's a better producer you hop on the sticks and you do it but if you can't play the bass guitar then I'm going to play the bass guitar because you don't got a bass guitar you know what I mean so it's kind of it's just like that
1: I fit into where I'm needed awesome awesome yo I definitely could tell that you definitely been doing this for a long time as far as just making music and producing music and all been? that how long do you think it's been bro I, I'm going to say you probably been doing this for 10, 11 years, 12 years.
2: <laughs> ah, that's all I can say to that, man. Josh, how long, <laughs> Josh, how long you think I've been doing this for?
0: Um, I I was about to say a decade too, but. <laughs> Are you for real? I'm going to say since the womb.
2: <laughs> Y'all, you're funny for that one. Wow. You're funny for that one. No, no, that's actually, I mean, that's really cool. Very humbling to hear that. But nah, I mean, I really started picking up. I mean, I guess, hold on. I'm going to be multifaceted. Like, this is more deep, I guess, than I can make it. But Josh is kind of right in the sense of, you know, there's always been that stuff just that's in your head. Like, I've always been tapping my fingers and, like, just I like noise. I really like sounds and noise. But in terms of, like, producing right, right. and playing instruments, I picked that up in January, so about a year ago. Um, the music production I picked wow. up in March. Like, when Quarantines really kicked in, that's when I really kicked into gear because I was like, you know, I can't just be sitting around here doing you know just doing nothing and i was also doing graphic design but i wasn't finding myself inspired to get on the computer and make stuff like that because i just spend so much time on screens and i really don't like that so i was looking for a new creative expression that maybe would get me out of that slump of just not doing much in terms of you know create creating so yeah i picked up music and stuff and producing and all that back in march
1: Wow. <laughs> okay, and that's that's crazy. That's crazy because I was literally about to ask you what got you into making music, and you already yeah, got it, yeah, man. that's crazy. But now I want to ask you another question. Um, does your family have any musical history? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So my dad, he he's been playing the piano like his whole life. Um, like type since he was five, type of thing, and he's like fifty five now, so like fifty years, you know, like one of those. Um, and then my. Like siblings, we all picked up. Like we did piano when we were like super little for like a year and stuff, but we didn't like it because it felt like a chore. Um, And then yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, other than my dad playing music like that, and he did some producing and he was in bands and stuff like that. um, But I was just around. Like music was always played. The more I think about it, you know, because people have asked me stuff like this, and it's music and all different types of music have been around in my life, like as you know, as long as I can remember. You know, listening stuff from just like classical music you know that stuff that a lot of people might find really boring and i'm not gonna sit here and say it's the most interesting stuff but just to think about what has influenced me and stuff like that there's a lot of like music that i would hear from my grandparents house to my dad's house to my mom's house to then you know just like hanging out with friends and then what you listen to on your own so it's like my ear was really my ear is pretty multifaceted in the sense of like i've always been able to enjoy something within the music that was being played if that makes sense you know like I, i'm not the biggest fan of classical music and stuff like that but i learned to find how to appreciate it because <laughs> i didn't have an option of
0: whether or not it was going to play you know what i'm saying no i hear you i hear you loud and clear family being in the background always in a sense like that like that subliminal motivation No, no no. i saw you um one thing real quick it's just been on my mind but like yeah. Yo, what's your definition of a producer or engineer?
2: Mm. <laughs> I got
0: into a whole deb- debate with my
2: dad about this. Well, <laughs> I guess since you asked my definition, I would say somebody who's the producer, um like I don't know, I don't think I totally know like the whatever we like to define producing as or production as, but it's like to me that's somebody who's making the beat or like making the song in the sense of like you're producing the noises and the, the structure of it. Um, but I would say the engineer is the person who's kind of tweaking it. You know, the person who I would say like, maybe this, maybe this won't make sense, but I would say the producer is like the person who's making the car and then the engineer is the person who's driving the car does that make sense mm, so it's like, yeah, like you're that. running the bells like and whistles like and stuff like sense. that but there had to be some type of structure beforehand and that to me is what the producer does um, just off the first off the first thing in my mind you know if you went into situations <clears throat> and stuff like that it'd probably tw- like tweak a little bit but like off the top of my head when you ask me that that's what comes
0: to my mind gotcha so what do you see yourself as and why Ah, ah okay <laughs> um
2: I, don't, I would say I don't even consider myself like, but I don't tell people I'm a producer in all honesty, but I say that because that word nowadays is open for, well, I guess always is. But there's a lot of different interpretations of what that means and yeah. connotations assimilated mm-hmm. with the word saying I'm a producer. And that's not really like how so, yeah, so true. Know, all that stuff. So it's like I don't really call myself a producer, an engineer and stuff. like that. I call myself an artist at the end of the day. Like I got call myself an artist. I call myself a creator because that's, that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm just producing something. I feel like I'm really creating something. So that's why when someone asks me stuff like that, it's like, I don't really call myself a producer or an engineer, but I do things that producers and
0: engineers do. Got you. All right. So as a creative artist that you are, mm-hmm what has been like the most like creative song you've sampled in the past oh sampled aha let me try to
2: think Hmm. oh okay well creative meaning the best one or like like how did i get from here from that sample type
0: of thing whichever one that you're most proud of like Ah. you could look you like you could tell someone yo yeah i did i did this like chopped it up yeah. like ah, okay up in the air, like <laughs> add some dressing and shit, some sauce. Yeah, yeah
2: yeah 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 all right um <laughs> well i got this one track i actually think i sent it to you it's called my
0: dude that's
2: not oh, yeah it's yeah, yeah. yeah, not done yet but that as of right now i would say that's my most proud that's my proudest one um or the one that i'm most proud of if i i don't know if you asked did you ask why or did you just want to know which one
0: I, I just want to know, like, well, well, what made you proud about oh, it? Oh, man, I would say because that one, I
2: like I see that one. I really see a whole like scene like I see I see visuals with all of my stuff. um You know, like how I was mm-hmm. saying earlier, like I just like to make music that paints a picture like this paints the image that's in my head. And that one, like when I listen to that, I see the whole storyline play out like I see in my own head, like I can just see what yeah, I can just see the story. I can see the image, if that may, you know, and I'll keep it short. Like, that's that's what I see. And that one, to me, that was my first one. And I don't I don't know if every producer or person who makes music has one of these, but it's like, that was my first one that really fleshed out into somewhat of a, a full song. You know what I mean? And so that one kind of has a special place in my heart, because it's like, that was a confidence boost. That one reminds me every time I listen to it, like, yeah, I actually am not I'm not trash at this. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, people can feel how they want to feel about my stuff, but I don't feel like it's trash. Like I listen to that and I think, oh, that's good. I know it could be improved upon, but to me, I listened to that, and that was my first one that I was like, yeah, I actually like that one.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. As long as it does that to you, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, listen to your things um gives me that feeling that this is like the background noise or this is not the background noise, but the music mm-hmm. that is communicating to me, like, in, like, in a movie <laughs> or a commercial. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, hell yeah. The Mahan Zimmer type shirt on some Ludwig mm-hmm. type shit. The... Not Beethoven, the, the other yeah. Ludwig with the... Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know how
2: to say yeah, 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 uh,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, it. So right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. long He works with Childish Gambino and
2: stuff, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. So, yeah, that's definitely the vibe I get from, from you. Like, <sighs> I think I think my dude was the one with the buzzling City. Yep. And like yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. Oh, my oh, What? Bro, but... Nah, yeah. So you nasty. You nasty
2: <laughs> yo, bro. shout out, man. Shout out. I
1: appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I, I definitely agree with Josh when I heard some of your uh your tracks yesterday. I was talking to Josh. I'm like, yo, this this type of beat is like an opening for a movie <laughs> or a commercial or something. Like I it was like, bro, this this is nice. And I don't I don't really hear a lot of uh music like this, especially someone my age, like a lot of people, especially like like um a lot of people from Chicago, they, they really focus on that one specific mm-hmm. genre but for you you're just you're very expansive with your type of music mm-hmm. that you produce Yo, I really I, love that, yeah much love yeah.
2: For, for you guys saying that man i really do appreciate that um very much so and to your point of like the whole genre thing i feel like it's easy for me to not fall into that because it, i'm not like you know, like I said, like I'm not making a, making music just to have it be like a track for somebody to rap on. You know, it's like making music to kind of like show that life, you know, it's just all moments. It's like it's trying to make music that is mm-hmm. unique to that moment when you're listening to it and to that image that comes to your mind. So that, that's real cool hearing you say that, bro.
1: You heard it first, guys. You heard it first, Mister French. About to make a new genre called Moment yeah. Music. I don't care, yo, yo. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> not playing, bro. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But now, um, I know you. You have your opinions on opinions on producers, but do you feel like producers should have more credit mm. when making a song?
2: Mm. I would say, on average, probably um you know i typically feel like it depends i feel like there are some people who really want to be known for the person that made the beat and then i think there's some people who m- might like the fact that it's like people don't even know that that was them you know what i'm saying like they kind of like not being in the spotlight so i think it depends on how much the producer would like to be known but i think on average yeah because people when you when you're listening to a beat all you get is their tag and sometimes not even that you know what i mean so it's like you might not even pick up on that and so therefore you're not going to have any right. identity attached to that to the beat and to me it's like that's i mean a beat's the whole thing like yeah somebody can come rap but if you just take yeah, that verse yeah. and there's nothing underneath it then it's not it's just you know unless they're on some spoken word stuff and it's like it can be turned it's poetry but like you know more often yeah. than not you they're rapping over the beat so like I think I'm probably biased because I am somebody who makes the music and I do, I don't mind people knowing that I did it, but yeah, I feel like my biggest thing when it comes to credit is like, if that person feels like their credit is due, then you should let them know. I don't feel like it should just be the artist's, uh, name that's getting out there. If the producer feels like they should be known for it.
1: Right. Right. Now, would you because I know you said you don't you don't really make music for rappers to rap on your beats, but would you give them an opportunity to do that? Yeah, no, it's not to say.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you bring that up. It's not to say that, like, I wouldn't do it. It's just like my natural workflow isn't like just get drums or like just get the basic stuff down drums, bass and some and like a guitar loop or something and then just have somebody rap like that's not. Just like I don't find myself doing that, you know, and it's no hate or no knocking on anybody who does that. Um, But that's just not like my workflow. And like you said, like a lot of my stuff is to is for like a movie intro or for a commercial. And like you don't have people rapping on those. Like when you think of people, when you think of soundtracks in a film, you know, like someone, unless it's a musical, someone's not singing over it, but it's making sense and it's communicating something. You know what I mean? So like I got a couple of tracks that my friends have hopped on, you know, and stuff like that. And I've rapped and sang on and stuff. But I would say when I like go to sit down and make music, I don't really like make one for somebody to rap or sing over.
1: But if gotcha. it, happen- if it gotcha. happens, it
2: happens. Like I love when people rap and sing over my stuff because it's like that that means that they hear something that I don't, and now they're able to express it. And I love hearing people add
0: vocals to stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. No, yeah, yeah. I feel you big time. You mentioned something. You said um, producers or artists trying to find identity, especially, um, but I have a concern. Isn't there already an identity in Chicago? Like, what's it like being a producer or artist from the chicago area an area that's already like embraced by different genres of music throughout the years
2: Mm. yeah that's a good question um i would say i've never i've never really thought about that um
0: like do they have to be put into one bubble or something like uh, that because i mean you have a lot of great artists from there you got juice world um chance you got Lil' Dirk, Saba... No name. Man. Yeah,
2: nah, you name, no it, name. it. Your name <laughs> is...
0: Y'all going, ah, y'all going Art crazy, Art Kelly, bro. Upe Twista Chief. Like, yeah,
2: nah, and it keeps going, too. All the people at Jamila Woods, like, yeah, there's there's more than enough people out there that you can keep naming from Chicago. Yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah. I personally don't feel... And I don't know if that's answering your question, but I don't feel like any type of pressure to try to fit into that bubble. Um, And I would say there's a beauty in the technology nowadays for us to be able to like you, you don't have to be tied to your location. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can make music and someone all the way across the, and I guess that's been for a little bit, but like someone all the way across the world could hear it. And they're not going to just think, Oh, that you know, they're not, they're not going to think like, Oh, this person is from X, Y, and Z, you know? So it's like, I don't really think about making music to fit where I'm at, or where I'm from and under that. And for all the people from Chicago, listen, I'm not saying I'm from Chicago. I'm from Oak Park. <laughs> I'm from outside. I'm always going to get flack for that. So I feel like I need to put that out there. But get it. I get it. <laughs> you know? So it's like all the Chicagoans listening, just let that be known. But yeah, bro, I don't really like to... I just don't think I think about that, in all honesty. Like, I don't think about making music just because I'm from Chicago. It's got to fit in Chicago. Because it's like, as you... All of, my, all of my people in the creative origin and stuff, they're some of the first people who would hear my music if I, you know, when I really start putting it out there and I mean, I guess they're biased because they know I'm from Chicago, but I don't think it's going to be like, Oh, this is a Chicago sound, you know,
1: or isn't a Chicago sound, you know? No, I feel you. Now everyone who we've been interviewing so far, you know, I mm-hmm. consider them as creatives now as a creative. And I know you're a creative. Do you feel like you have mm-hmm. competitors and what, what's your definition mm-hmm. of competitors? do i have
2: competitors i feel like in some way yes um but in some ways no am i competing with someone to get to a place before them no but am i competing with others to make as unique of a sound as possible yes um that's how i would see that you know because like i said i'm not going for the number one spot on the billboards any of that stuff so it's like i'm i'm competing with you as to how good we can show up on this track you know like how good we can make this sound how good can my input be versus how good your input can be because that type of competition is healthy for me
1: right right but now why why are you doing this like what why why are you spending so much time on making music mm-hmm. like what's your initial goal um honestly bro it's therapeutic you know it's
2: one of those things it's like i'm not i don't see this as being the path that i have to take and like you know <laughs> Like, yeah, I have to make this a career and all this stuff. Like, I don't see it like that in the slightest. I do this because it helps ease my mind. I do this because it helps get ideas and thoughts out of my head and out to the world, but in a more creative way. You know, I could sit here and write everything that I'm thinking or try to write out all the scenes and stuff, but it's just not as fun to me. You know, I just have fun doing this. It's a form of therapy and it Love offers that. something for people to enjoy. You know, it's cool having something, creating something tangible that you can then experience in a different way than just the thought. If that makes sense.
0: No, that makes sense. Because as long as you're having fun, mm-hmm. no challenges, no, no amount of work will be seen as work. Yeah, exactly. Know? Exactly. So let me ask you this, Mirage. Uh-huh. What is that Mirage sound? Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I would say. Mm.
2: I like to typically answer those the first word that comes to my mind I would say the first word that comes to my mind is organic organic and or natural my sound I like my sound to be okay in tune and in rhythm with the world like I've noticed man and that that sounds kind of like a grandiose statement but like I've noticed and if you if you if you pay attention to it and if you look for it Like everything's happening in rhythm and everything, all sounds, things like that. Everything happens in rhythm. And I noticed that when I started recording like outside and natural sounds with my voice memos, like things just like I'll get I'll be getting into my car. Right. And I'll be having my voice memos going and the way that my door closed and the keys go in and I put my water bottle down. It all sounds like a drum beat and it all sounds like it sounds as if you purposely did them at the time that you did but you don't like it just happens naturally so I really I'm a firm believer that there's a natural rhythm of things and that's what I'm trying to make music to express you know that whole moment thing like in that visual because I try to I think it makes a visual because it's trying to represent the natural rhythm of the world
1: Wow (laughs) awesome take on that now you know with Chicago being where you reside and you guys have so many artists like we named a couple what's that who's that one specific artist that you would say yo i want to feature with this guy well i I want him to hop on my i want
2: to feature with this woman no name man if you don't if you're listening to this you don't know who (laughs) no name is go listen to no name and that's not even to be on some hype wave or none of that like to me she One, her presence on social media and stuff like that, I'm a fan of. And I do take that into account in terms of if it would be somebody that I'm working with and just kind of how they present themselves to the world. And two, her music to me, like, is her music to me is that, is like I said, it's like it's that natural stuff. Like, it just sounds like it's speaking for a lot more than just being a song. So I would say no name, no name. If slash when you hear this, let's
1: do something. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, would you consider mm. her being your inspiration? Um, yes your and no. Actually?
2: You know, I had I had a friend of mine ask me this the other day, kind of asking me like which artists really influenced me, and it's kind of hard for me to answer that, in the sense that like I really listen to noise and sounds rather than some like than the person, if that makes sense. Um, so it's not to say like I've done all this on my own, like that just doesn't make sense um but you know like i've had i've had like i said a lot of different music being played so like i never really listened to the artist for like because it's that artist specifically but i listened to like what noises and what sounds that artist was making if that makes sense um if you want a couple i I mean i guess i think so because i think an influence counts as somebody who Like if I've experienced that music and listened to it over and over again, that means that that's been a part of my ear training in some way, shape or form. So, like, yes, I would. I I think I could consider No Name an influence.
0: Incredible. Yeah. yo, No Name is great. Um, I wish I knew about her um, previously. But of course, um, anyone who knows about her now, who didn't know about her earlier, only knows her from that little um, conversation. She had let's call that conversation she had with J. Aha, Cole. Song
2: 33, Go check
0: it out. She bodied Yes. Me. Okay. What you conversation <laughs> <about laughs> She she did <laughs> body. She did body. Um, but yeah, um, especially women like her, women in rap, especially um black women, and not just any other black women. I'm talking about like those um darker the complexion, they need more. They they are essential. They need more credibility in the song, the music industry because they, there is a sort of colorism that plays. So I'm really I'm really fascinated that you said No Name because yeah. she does not get as much credit and she deserves mm-hmm. that. Um, but um, beautiful. So you you list this on one of her favorite songs, but let me ask one of your favorite songs from her. But let me ask you, what's your favorite song? Favorite album? and favorite genre like oh in, g- in general in, in de- general okay. yeah off
2: the top of my head because that stuff for me is a kind of subject to change because like i don't i don't totally have like one that because i think it always could it could be very depending on like the mood you catch me in but i would say okay favorite album oof Honestly, and this might be a hot take because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of music in this world. But one album that comes to my mind that I listened to a lot that had a lot of resonance to me when I first heard it was Playboy Cardi's Die Lit. I think we talked about that one time, Josh, when we were talking to Eli. But that mm-hmm. album to me, like, I'm not here to say it's the best album ever. I'm not here to say it's the best work of music, but. For me, that album was like they, I listened to a lot of those different songs in a lot of different moments and times, and it still like worked and fit in those times. So it's like it stood out to me. Um, so that would be Playboy Die Lit. I say one of my favorite songs. Oh man, that's tough. Um
0: I know it, it should be a tough question. Yeah,
2: hell yeah. I mean, you said there's a lot of good <laughs> music out there, man. There's a lot of really good music. Um Let me think. Well, let me say my favorite artist. If I had to pick, excuse me, if I had to pick a favorite artist right now who comes off the top of my head, it'd be Tyler, the creator. Um, And I say that largely because I listened to a podcast episode with him and Rick Rubin on Broken Record, which is a phenomenal podcast. Shout out to them. Um, And he, just a lot of what he had to say in there and his, just, I kind of like his demeanor. Like I know not everybody rocks with his kind of like I don't give a fuck type of thing, part of my language, but that definitely represents Tyler. Like, I don't, I think he's a representation of somebody who does what he wants to do, you know, and does what he feels he should do. And that to me is very admirable. And I think there's a lot of people like that, but he's one of the first people who comes off the top of my head because I also do like his music. Um, And yeah, bro, I mean, honestly, a favorite song, that's really tough, bro. That's really tough to hone down.
0: Um, All right. I'll make it, I'll make it easier. Give me, give me a top three. Shit. Um, no no chronological order Right, right I would say uh, Like, yo, this man. is the song that like You gotta play like Just to feel yourself uh, You know what okay, I mean I'm, okay, You I'll know every one, lyric I'll
2: pull one from the Playboy Cardi album Long Time Man, that is one of my go-to songs When I need a song that I just know is consistent Long Time by Playboy Cardi um, Fuck, bro, man that, it's like so many things come to my mind that it's hard for me to pick some. I would say, go back to the first question. My favorite song, I, I could say is Long Time. I could feel comfortable with saying. I mean, there's other songs like, I like a lot of like Earth, Wind & Fire, Stevie Wonder, you know, people like that. That music to me is mm-hmm. beautiful. But I can't sit here and say, like, I know all the names of those songs. I hear them and I know them. But, like, in terms of, like, my conscious development of my music and just of, like, music that I chose to put on, it would
0: be Long Time by Blake Party gotcha and one more um the favorite genre out of all the genres um i would say probably
2: yeah i'd say probably like soul to be honest um like soul music to me is calming like that's the type of music that you can listen to with your family that's the type of music you can listen to when you're driving around that's the type of music i can listen to when i'm by myself so like to me i'd say the most consistent genre of music that comes to my mind would be soul Where from? So I so wish I could tell you with. that. I mean, yeah, I don't think I know that. I'm <laughs> oh, not okay. going to sit up here and act like I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like maybe uh, the yeah. South, Southern blues, maybe something yeah. like that. You know, with yeah, uh, back in the colonialism yeah. with the st- stinging their heart outs, uh, maybe something like that. Who knows?
2: Real. I mean, it came from yeah, it came from a, a place yeah. like authenticity. Like that's how you can tell like someone who yeah. really can and does soul music can sing and like, and make soul music. You can tell like that. I mean, it's fitting very much for the name and I'm sure that's probably like where it came from, but it's, it's someone speaking what's in their soul, what's in their body, what's in their heart. And that's part of the why I think why I like it so much is like you can tell that that music is supposed to really make you feel something. And I love that kind of music.
1: Got you. There's this, uh, artist that you uh-huh. mentioned, Tyler, the creator. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about him. Kind of want to go back to that topic of Tyler Creator and how he plays this persona. Do you feel like artists or producers have the obligation mm. to play this persona? Like, mm. why, why is I would that say, so important?
2: I would say it depends. I say Tyler is acting out in his identity for how I perceive it. I feel like there's some people who put on a persona, which could also be intertwined with the word of a front. You know, I think there's some people who try to make themselves out to be somebody that they're not with an ill intentioned purpose of thinking that that's going to get them somewhere, you know, somewhere else. Um, but I think I think it, I think you do have to have a sense of identity. And I don't know if that's if, the, if persona and identity are interchanged in this context by what you're asking. But I think you do have to have some type of identity because you have to be confident in what you do, because not everybody's going to hear it the same way that you do. So you got to be confident that like that you are hearing what you want to hear, you like what you hear and you know like that's your sound. That's to me is important is like it's important to make sure that you have your sound. It's very easy to hop over a drill beat or a trap beat or a, you know any of that stuff, 808, hi hat and stuff like that and figure out a rap scheme and like and and put it down, you know what I mean? But it's like to me if you if you can make sh- if you can make your identity and your sound unique to you then I think that's what stands out more to
1: people. Hmm. Yeah. I I mean, that's, that's a great take. I just feel like it's very annoying. Like for, for example, someone like Kanye West, I think he makes really good music, but he has this persona Mm -hmm. where it's like, you don't even like the guy, but you like his music. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, can you, can you, how, how does, how do you like somebody? Well, not like them, but you like their music.
2: Um, yeah, like the I think that's fairly easy in honesty, because I think there's a sense of like you could you could listen to all you can listen to all of someone's music on their Spotify and not look into anything about who they are. Um but I don't I don't know, man. I think there's I think it's valid when some people say they don't want to listen to somebody's music just because they don't like the person.
1: Um Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's where the persona thing comes in because I feel like when you are an artist and you want people to listen to your music, don't you think they should have a more comforting persona where it's like they're more welcoming rather than walking around um, saying, you know, I, I don't I care, think, uh, yes or, you know. No. I mean,
2: yeah. Kanye is obviously a complex uh, like person to use, but to me, bro, I feel like Kanye is a subject to <laughs> an overly what's the word like mass amounts of attention i think he is being used as an opportunity for media outlets and things like that to utilize the fact that people care too much about what other people are doing like i think it's not on kanye or i don't think it's a negative or poor reflection of kanye's personality for him lashing out at somebody and i'm using kanye kind of as like a concept um if that makes sense like somebody who's a big name who gets a lot of attention um but like i don't think it's A poor. I don't think it's a bad reflection. What am I trying? I don't think it's a poor reflection to that person if they lash out at cameramen and people at you know recorders all up in their face and stuff like that. Because it's like a lot of that stuff is going to those Snapchat things and all those like TMZ videos and shit like that, which is just feeding off of essentially like visual gossip, you know. And I really have a big problem with that because I feel like people care too much. Like we shouldn't care about what someone wore from going to their house to their garbage can or, wore that to Trader Joe's or some shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, right. When those people get frustrated, right. I feel like, right. Of course I can't understand it. Cause I don't know what it's like, but to me, it's like, I, I kind of feel like that makes sense because it's like, I wouldn't want someone constantly trying to mm. record me or constantly trying to do this because then life can't be lived organically. Like, I think it's impossible to act as authentic as possible when you know, there's a microphone recording you or there's a camera on you. I just don't think it's possible. So I feel like it's someone imposing yeah. that altering of reality on you. And so it's like, to me, that's, that, that could be frustrating. so I understand
1: that low key. There's definitely like one of the struggles of being famous or well known, but now, you know, this, this industry that you're in, you're, you mm-hmm. might end up being famous or well known for it. You know? Are I you prepared mean, for that? I don't know if you really
2: can be based on just stuff that I've heard from people, um, but I don't know, at the same time, like I know a lot of people who are, uh, I guess I don't I don't know them, but like, I know there are a lot of people who are in these circles who, who work on music with Kanye's and who work on stuff with, you know, all these artists and they, nobody knows them. You know what I mean? Like you'll go, a lot of people like, don't even know Kenny Beats. If Kenny Beats was walking mm-hmm. around, a lot of people would just think he's some tall dude with tattoos. You know what I mean? But it's like, if you know him, then you know him type of thing. So it's like, I think... I mean, yeah. of course, if I get to the point where I'm getting, if I'm getting to the point where I'm getting as much attention as Kanye, I don't even know like what I'm going to be thinking, to be honest with you. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, that's, that's, yeah, that's you know too much on the but plate, like, bro, that's too much I, on the plate.
2: I guess I feel like yeah. to me that's kind of a good problem to have because I feel like if I got a lot of eyes and a lot of ears listening to me, I'm going to make sure that I utilize that in a, in a proper way to help other people. You know what I mean? So it's like
1: that's kind of how I look at it. Awesome take, bro. Seriously, um, sounds really good. I want to ask for the next question: What's your vision like looking for twenty twenty one?
2: I really wanna. I really wanna make sure that Love it, I'm elaborate. getting multiple people brought into my ideas, and that goes a lot farther than just the music. But music, considering that you're talking to me for my music, the music offers like a base or a foundation for getting those ideas out there and getting it to the next person to add their, you know, their two cents. So I would say my goals for this year is to really push myself to get my ideas out to the world to, and to help other people get
1: their ideas out to the world in whatever way, you know, possible. I call that Mm. controlling your own creation. I love that. Love that. I love that. So now do you have any plans outside of music? Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: For this year? Man, I got do you want to hear them or are you just ask me? Yeah, bro, I want to hear them. This is all um, you. This is Yeah, world, right? I got a couple music videos ideas. Um, I have some clothes that'll be coming out. Um, what else can we do? I I've, I really want to be a part of scoring. Wow. I guess that's music wow. scoring more films and visuals and 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 man, shout out that's to the Creative awesome. Origin. Like, I'm really trying to help push some businesses forward. You know what I mean? And Creative Origin, shout out to them. Go check them out on Instagram at the Creative Origin. Like to me i i feel like there's a way to get into that business world and there's a way to get into that world where you are, you know you can be making money from that stuff without having to get like engulfed in that 9 to 5 like misery as it seems you know what i mean so it's like business music videos um photo shoots uh scoring films and designing clothes and designing spaces yeah. interior design but i don't i'm gonna be honest i don't totally know how i'm going to like get to that point, but like I thoroughly enjoy doing
0: that. So I wouldn't be mad if that comes into play. Valid, valid. A bunch of valid things you've said. Yes, sir. <laughs> the creative yeah. Origins, yeah. you know, it's gonna be picked up this year. Especially oh, come on, we got we got Mirage on our side. <laughs> what? Nah, but Mirage, let me ask you something something type mm-hmm. personal. Like where do you see yourself five in years, five years? Mm. Yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, okay. I would say
2: in five years, I see myself somewhere, I see myself somewhere across the world, in all honesty. I see myself in another country, preferably in the Southern hemisphere, and I see myself doing a lot more than the things that I listed that I'll be doing this year. Um, You know, it's a little hard for me to answer that because I'm pretty big. I'm kind of like living and just living in the moment now and paying attention where I'm at now and kind of trusting that things will fall into line. But where I hope to see myself is living in another place where I'm able to get some new experiences, learning new languages, communicating with more people and kind of just expanding my horizons and
0: expanding my capabilities and stuff like that. Perfect, perfect. Nah, you you are pretty big on you know on the just mm-hmm. living. So I I totally like that. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll ask you one more thing too. All right, mm-hmm. I know you've never tried. This is totally off the rails. I know I know you never tried pizza in Connecticut, but <laughs> nah. no where They say New Haven, Connecticut is the the <laughs> um the pizza capital of of the nation. No, for real. Nah, how do you feel about that being a? <laughs> from near the around the chicago area and then <laughs> yo, pizza.
2: yo I, I can't say that i ever expected pizza to be such a topic of conversation when i talk to people from out like around the country but man i've heard that so much since my time out in new york i'm like damn what's to this pizza yo i mean i'll be honest well <laughs> like, thin crust like new york
0: yeah, we we have New York style, you know. um yeah, like you the, can call it, and it <laughs> New
2: York style. Come on, Joe. It's yeah,
1: to nah, on. we have <laughs> the New York style, but then there's the New Haven style. <laughs> that that's that's the problem. Huh. That's the problem with Connecticut now. That's the problem with Connecticut yeah. now. <laughs> that's just New <laughs> York style. There is a New Haven here, style. Man. We got it's our own. style, man. if you know
0: Dave Portnoy. CEO of Barstool Sports, he goes around eating pizza around the whole country, (laughs) literally named New Haven the the capital of pizza in the whole world, bro.
2: Yo, I would say this. If it's like that that thin slice, I'm personally a bigger fan of that. That deep dish, It's good and all, but I eat one slice and then I'm full and it just kind of feels like it feels like a lot, I'm going to be honest with you. Now, I should also disclaim I am lactose intolerant, so it all kind of gets me (laughs) twisted. I'm not going to lie to you, but in terms of if I'm going to fold for some pizza, I would way rather choose that thin slice that I had, that that type of slice that I had out in New York than the Chicago deep dish. I might get some heat for that, but I really
1: don't care. It's some pizza. Oh, good. I love love the answers, man. Now, we talked a lot about oh, personas. Yeah. Now, does Fred have a persona? Fred, like, what do you Marage. Like what do you want people to think of you as? No, you are no, good. you good. Hey Mirage, yeah. my two fault, different my people fault. essentially. Mirage. My Man, fault. <laughs> hey. I would say You know, you
2: yeah, honestly, go ahead, bro. I want people to know that I'm somebody they can talk to. Um, I want somebody I want people to know that I'm somebody who will listen to them when they're speaking to me and when they're showing me something. And I also want people to know that I'm somebody who will put in effort towards something. If I can see that the effort is going to be put in on the other end, you know what I mean? So like, if there's that reciprocation, then like, you can know that I'm going to commit myself to it and really like give it my time and attention and resource and stuff like that. So, you know, I want people to know that I'm approachable. Like I want people to know that like, you can come talk to me. I want people to know that I can, I'll listen to you and I want people to know that like anything that I'm saying or doing is because I genuinely feel it, you know, whether or not some people might disagree and disagree with some of the stuff that I say, like, that's just kind of life. But if that's the case, then I want you to address that to me so that we can talk about it, you know? So I'm, that that's that's what I want people to know
1: me as. That's an awesome, awesome, awesome take, man. Um, Yo, for the audience <laughs> who's listening, Fred is an awesome guy. I'm really, really like. I honestly, bro, you're one of the most, you know, inspirational mm-hmm. and uh creative people I ever met, mm-hmm. man. So, definitely, I, I <laughs> love, love your work. Yeah, Yo, I appreciate you know, that I'm a very fan, much, man. man. I'm a man. fan more than you know, for real. But, guys, really, really appreciate you. to another episode of Melodic Monday. It's Dawn, it's Josh. You know the vibes every Monday, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Catch us on anchor spotify apple music all the other platforms we yeah, listen to yeah, podcasts sir, yeah, sir, sir, stay well we got like mr buddy. fred mirage in the building yo really appreciate you guys thank you peace